Hi, I'm Lisa Kiss, and I'm the host of Be Mindful Podcast. I'm also the owner of Be Mindful Studio, where I am an astrologer and mindfulness consultant. This podcast is for the modern woman to feel grounded and learn to live with intention. Here we tap into mindfulness for both life and business. From community-driven leaders, conscious humans, heart-centered entrepreneurs, and beyond, we'll discover all the different ways mindfulness can be applied to you. My podcast is here to inspire and encourage you to be a little more mindful in your day-to-day so you can start living a more purpose-filled, self-aware life you love. Thank you so much for being here, and I look forward to seeing you in the show. Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Be Mindful Podcast. So today I'm here with Priya, and um, our connection goes back, I think, to like 2017 when she had a brick and mortar store, and I was a blogger, and I attended a, um, I don't know, like an event for a, a skincare company, and then we've just stayed in touch since then. Um, it was the goji berry in Westdale and Hamilton that she owned and she's now converted everything to online, which she'll talk about. And, um, yeah, we've stayed in touch on Instagram. And I think before everything happened last year in 2020 with the pandemic and everything, she was about to have like a launch event and I was going to help her. And I think we met at planted and we had like a, like a little chat, coffee, tea, like little thing. And, um, I was going to do like Instagram stories or something for you and just like attend the event. Cause like clean beauty and everything that's like right up my alley. So yeah, I think it's, yes, yeah, 2017 was when we connected. Can you think of another thing that we've done together? Yeah. Um, so you helped me create the Instagram strategy for clean beauty house. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes. We did that over the phone. I think maybe during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, that was a lot of fun. So thank you for having me. Yes, of course. Um, so what, so right now you have clean beauty house, which is all online. And I feel like you made that choice to have it all online before even the pandemic hit. So I feel like it was like a forward thinking move on your part. Yeah. So I was uh, practicing homeopathy. I was, a, I was like a holistic practitioner and I was running my health food store, the goji berry. And I just felt like um, a deeper call to help women one-on-one um, and do work as a coach, which is what I do now. And so I knew that I had to leave the brick and mortar and transition online so that I could dedicate a little bit more time to my coaching practice. Um, so we closed the brick and mortar in December of 2019. And then I launched my online store, which is clean beauty house, cleanbeautyhouse.com, um, in January of 2020, which was three months short of when the pandemic restrictions came in. Um, and a lot of my, a lot of my colleagues and fellow business owners were, were like, oh my God, you made the move at such a good time. But I mean, I didn't know it, but. I just, I was just following my intuition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to talk about a little bit of astrology first. So yes. I have your chart. So. Oh, I'm nervous. <laughs> I can send you your chart after. So if you want to like look at it, it might not make any sense to you, but um, so you're Taurus sun. So this episode's going up during Taurus season. 
So, um, but you have an Aquarius moon. So Aquarians are known for being like uh, humanitarians and being very forward thinking with their ideas. So I feel like you definitely have that. And you, I think you're definitely a Taurus in the sense of whenever I talk to someone who's an earth sign, I always feel grounded after because I'm an air sign. So I'm like up in the clouds kind of. So whenever I would talk to you, I'm like, okay, this is reality. This is what's happening. You know, that's the kind of vibe to it. Um, but what else? You have a lot of energy in your um, 12th house and your first house, like on the chart. So um, the first house is like your house of self. So just like your self-awareness and your identity might be big for you. And then the 12th house is like the complete opposite. It's like the other realms and spirituality and being very open to those things and your intuition and things like that. So those would be like two common themes, um, as well as the ninth house of like higher learning and education as well. Wow. Those are your big three themes. Yeah, that, that kind of makes sense. Um, although I have to say like, the grounded energy I feel very predominantly and uh, sometimes sometimes I need the opposite sometimes I need to be more airy and just more spontaneous and go with the flow so um, and I see that like you are airy so you you have amazing content and you create things much quicker than I do I take like forever to create content <laughs> yeah Taurus is yeah I'm a, I'm a Gemini so I'm like quick 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 I look at people and I'm like why are you moving so slow walk faster let's go let's go um but my like other people I know who are Taurus they move so slow but it's because they're like enjoying the moment and like peacefully moving through it they're like there's no need to rush right, right. so that's the yeah, um, in the course I took for astrology, the Buddha was a Taurus and he meditated and was just very calm, just being. So I feel like Tauruses like to just be and meditate in the moment. So actually, I do love meditation. So that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. And then one last thing I'll say is so Virgo, do you know anything about Virgo energy? Just that they're organized. That's all I know. Yeah. So you have a stellium in Virgo. So you have three different. Um, planets in Virgo and you're Virgo rising. So um, again, with the earth energy, very like grounded, but again, with the organized and um, being like particular about things and creating systems, that's all like what Virgo energy is. Also like the health conscious side of things, because being particular about what goes into your body and everything. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm all about that. I'm like a vitamin junkie. My kitchen cabinet is just full of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once I looked at your chart, I was like, oh, this makes sense. Like, cause after talking with you, I sometimes would be like, um, like I'd feel grounded and want to like focus after, but then sometimes I'd feel frustrated because like I couldn't, I wanted to jump on the next idea, but I was like, no, you have to, you have to stay focused on this. So yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Cause that's something we coached on, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Just staying the path and just creating results yeah. from the one thing rather than changing things all the time. Yeah. So I think we complement each other. Yeah, definitely. We have the same Mercury, Venus and Mars. Funny enough. I think that that's funny, but yeah, it's a definitely good balance of like air and earth energy. So cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fascinating. Love it. Okay. So after everyone gets to know you via astrology, um, do you want to talk about your story and how you got to this moment being um, a coach and running Clean Beauty House? 
Yeah. So um, I'm a cancer survivor. And so that was the reason, you know, why I got interested in health and natural medicine and why I founded a health food store, because I just wanted to help people live a holistic and natural lifestyle. And I was practicing homeopathy as well. And I love doing the deeper work, the one-on-one -on -one work where we really get into the nitty gritty of um, how to help people live a more balanced life. And then a um, couple of years into it, I was diagnosed with infertility and that was a rough time. It was emotionally challenging. It was mentally challenging, but during the same time I found coaching. And when I started learning about coaching, I started using all the tools to help myself and my mental health improved, my emotional health improved. I started to look forward to things like I got, I got more tapped into my creative energy. And then I started using these tools everywhere in my life, in my relationships, in my friendships, in my business, and like the entire quality of my life improved. And I realized, you know, this work really needs to be in the hands of more people. Like this is powerful work. It's, it's forward thinking. That's funny that comes up in my chart because coaching really propels you forward in life and in business and in relationships. So I decided that I wanted to be a coach and that's what led to me closing the store because I realized I couldn't be on the retail floor all the time. I had to be able to run a store online where I could be more behind the scenes and also focus on my coaching practice. So now what I do is I, I run the online store and I also run an online coaching practice where I help female entrepreneurs tap into their confidence and their self-worth and tap into their sense of courage to really create uh, a business that, that helps them make the change in the world that they want to see. So that's kind of how I got here. Okay. In a nutshell. Yeah. Um, so I guess with, I don't know which thing to ask you a question about first, um, with clean which one do you sort of um like doing more now I guess or is it you, like how do you find balance with doing the coaching and then doing the online store or like yeah I love them both um so my so I do I create a lot of things for coaching right now um because it's a newer it's a newer extension of my business so I'm my attention is there a little bit more but I clean beauty house is like sort of runs itself because I did all the foundational work the last year at the Goji Berry. So, um, and I, you know, I'm really already creative and curate products really well. I have the set of clean products that I know to be non-toxic, that I know to perform really well and that I know help people. So the product selection is like, it's like essentially done and I don't have to revisit that all the time. So now it's a matter of you know, staying on top, making sure that I'm creating the content, making sure I'm keeping up with the social media um, and, you know, finding new ways to show people how all these things can help them. Yeah. Um, did you find like a lot of your 
customers from the goji berry it was like a very easy transition when you did yeah a lot of the clean beauty house clients are hamiltonians and Mm -hmm. so one of the things that you know i did uh when the pandemic hit was create like a local delivery system so instead of because a lot of locals actually didn't want to shop online because they were worried about the carbon footprint So one of the things we implemented was just a local delivery where we're not using extra packaging. Everything goes out in like recycled paper bags and we just do local deliveries when someone spends $50. We also ship across Canada and even to the US sometimes, but predominantly the client base is, are the people who used to shop at the Goji Berry. So that's wonderful. Yeah, Love having their support. Yeah. Yeah. One of the questions I always ask people, because so far I've only interviewed Hamilton-based people um, is like why, if you think the Hamilton community is amazing and how you find support here. I think this community is phenomenal. Um, I think a lot of people are committed to shopping local. That's why you see even throughout the pandemic, there are small stores that have survived. And, you know, I just have a nice, really nice network of friends and colleagues when I used to run my brick and mortar shop. So you know, like Ilona at the Casual Gourmet is still my friend. And, um, you know, the people at Fresh Cravings on James Street are my friends and the people at Green Bar are my friends. And I love to support them. I love what they make. And, you know, my community supports me as well. So I think Hamilton is like the biggest secret of the planet. (laughs) Yeah, everyone, I, I ask them that question. They all say like the same thing that it's just like, there's just, it's a different energy here and everyone wants to see everyone do well especially within the business community yeah yeah Yeah. and the um is it coven market they just moved like right near my house so now i have access to vegan ice cream all the time which is fantastic (laughs) (laughs) i haven't been there yet because they were on near sherman avenue north and i just i'm i'm on the mountain so but i have i have to go there because i'm very have lots of food sensitivity so i don't know why i have not got my but downtown oh to shop. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I just had, I bought like three flavors of vegan ice cream. I'm just so excited. <laughs> oh, wow. oh my gosh. I know they have a lot of uh, like prepared vegan meals too, right? Yes. Like that. Okay. Yeah, they have their own kitchen. I think that's, that's a draw for a lot of people. Okay. Um, yeah. But I, I like their market section because I can find gluten-free, gluten-free cereal um, without added sugars and there's vegan chocolate bars and yeah. So it's just the kind of food that I eat. Yeah. 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 I'm, I've gone the gluten-free route too. It's like weird, but I can't, I can't eat it. It's just something in the past few years that's happened to me. Oh, so, so you, do you get a reaction when you eat gluten? Yeah. It's yeah. stomach just bloats like crazy and there's indigestion and I'm like, okay, my body's not sort of responding well to this. You take that cue not to eat it anymore. So yeah. Yeah, it's, it's so common. The gluten, it's a sensitivity that is so common because all the conventional food out there is loaded with gluten, like, you know, bread and pasta and it's in sauces, it's in everything. So a lot of people are sensitive to it. Yeah. My new thing is the quinoa pasta. That's what I eat now. Um, It's yeah, it's, it's not, doesn't taste that different, but it, there's not that reaction. So yeah, yeah. Plus it's, it's got more nutrients in it. So it's got more protein in it. So that's good too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, I kind of want to circle back to you being a coach. So um, do you want to sort of talk more about, I guess, why 
why like the purpose driven businesses? Why like the women entrepreneurs? Why things like that? Yeah. Um, well, purpose driven, because that's when I was launching my coaching business, my predominant thought was this work is life changing and it's going to change the world. And I really wanted to, I knew that there were other women who were holding their work back um, because I don't know, they were afraid of judgment or they were afraid of what people would say, but they also had this very strong calling to offer their work to the world because it would help other people. And so I'm not the coach for someone, I guess, I'm the coach for someone who is an entrepreneur who wants to use their work as a vehicle for change. Mm -hmm. That's just what I realized is that that is my, my energy, my vibe. That's the kind of person who I can help. Um, because, you know, there's a lot of suffering out there. Like there's a lot of people struggling out there. Like even with, you know, your astrology work, I feel like so many people need to know about it because yeah. we are so out of touch with nature. We are so out of touch with the stars. We're out of touch with our bodies. And just for someone to realize that there's an entire, like our constellation is having an impact on our well-being and on our body. I think that's so powerful. And so it's people who want to help the world are my people. Okay. Yeah. And I think, and I think women, because we, as women, we were so programmed and socialized to be good girls and to behave and to be polite that we keep following these old rules that were taught to us as little girls. And that interferes with the brilliant work that we want to do in the world. Mm -hmm. And so it's sort of, I, because I'm a woman, I feel that quite deeply and I see it in my clients. Like they hold themselves back a lot. And my job is really to help them see that their work matters, that their voice matters, and that people who need their work are waiting for it, right? We just have to kind of get out of, get out of our own way, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, I've yeah. ever since I started entrepreneurship, I've always like, almost always worked with women. I don't know why. And I feel like it's just even like, um, I even like to support women-owned businesses because I feel like not that men have like an advantage, but there's, they have like a different view of things or like a confidence level potentially when it comes to business, just because of the way society is. So I've always gravitated to helping women in business as well. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I see it like every day, like I see women playing small and holding back and you know, being afraid to charge for their services or being afraid to charge more, um, you know, not knowing their value, not recognizing their value. So it just became like a deeper calling for me to help with that. It became more than just a business. It was like, this is my purpose in the world. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the one question so many people ask me in chart readings is the purpose. And I know which planets to look at for purpose. So, and it's like, people need that like they need to know what their purpose is, even as like a, a reminder to themselves or just like a, um, like, what is the word I'm looking for? Not like, not validation, but when I do chart readings, it's just like, a, I tell them things they already know, but it's like when someone tells them, it gives them like permission just to like be themselves in a way and follow right. that. Yeah. 
Yeah, because you're, you know, your greatest purpose is really doing the work that calls you, like mm -hmm. that calls you, that speaks to you in your heart. That is the work that you're meant to do. Mm -hmm. But we have like so much judgment around what we really want to do. So we don't do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I want to, again, circle back. I always use that term circle back. Um, mm -hmm. You were talking about, so the purpose driven, and um, I find a lot of like talking about, I guess, about marketing in a sense. Um, it's different when you have sort of like, a, I, I like the word conscious business, but when you have a conscious business, you have to like market things differently in a sense, because in our world with non-conscious businesses that we're more, I guess, used to seeing, they use like fear-based marketing and things like that. And I find that um, I've never, like, even what I learned in school, like I never necessarily resonated with it. Um, so like, how do you share your message about helping purpose-driven entrepreneurs, but in, in a more, I guess, like heart-centered conscious way. Yeah, it's funny you ask that because I'm actually writing um, like an ebook on authentic marketing. Um, so one of the core foundations that I teach in my one-to-one -one coaching pro program is authentic marketing. So authentic marketing is, is saying what you believe, like being in congruence with what you believe and what you're saying in your marketing. And one of the foundational principles of authentic marketing is loving and serving your people more than your own comfort. So it's so it's not about manipulating people to buy your stuff. It's not about you know showing up in a stranger's DM to ask them to buy your stuff, but it's more about loving the person that you want to serve deeply. You know, like what do they need? How can I help? How can one of my posts make a difference in their life? How can I serve them today? So I teach entrepreneurs to market authentically. And what that does is it creates like this, it creates, um, makes you more magnetic to your ideal person, right? It, people start to become more drawn to you organically. So it's not about manipulating them for a sale. It's really more about serving them deeply and being authentic, telling the truth. And if you follow me on Instagram at Priya Ferry Co, you'll see that in my posts, I share what's up with me. Like I am not perfect. I would never claim to be perfect. And I share like how I struggle through my entrepreneurial journey or the little breakthroughs that I'm having because there's things that I'm still learning. So that's really what authentic marketing is about. That is what a conscious business is about to me is being truthful and being honest. Yes. Yes. 100%. Yeah. The, uh, the last few questions I have for you kind of revolve around mindfulness, yeah. um, which I feel like is something all conscious business owners are like into in a way, because it lets you sort of, it's still about awareness and uh, like taking care of yourself. Um, so how do you explore mindfulness in your like day-to-day -day with running the coaching business and clean beauty house? Yeah, I, I think, well, one of the practices that I use is guided meditation. And like often I meditate, I will do a short meditation in the morning. Um, I find that it really grounds me. It centers me. It brings a lot more clarity um, to my mind and one of the things that I've noticed with entrepreneurs and used to be me as well is really being tapped into the hustle culture, you know, like we're always hustling for more comments and more likes and more sales. 
And that comes from a lot of scarcity mindset. And so I always try to practice mindfulness in order to step away from the hustle. So like I said, in my authentic marketing, I don't focus on getting something from my clients. I focus on serving. And that's essentially my mindful practice is what am I giving to the world? How am I helping my people? And when I do that, people find me, they seek me out, like they'll follow me. And then they just sign with me because they see me living in integrity with what I practice and what I say. Yeah. I, I read something where it was, um, someone who was like a mindful brand consultant and it's not so much about just sharing mindfulness online but it's actually you living it as well as sharing it like you're actually um there's something about brand tenant tenants like t-e-n hmm. yeah it's like one of you yeah so it's like actually it's kind of just like the practicing what you preach kind of thing but like right. um actually living it and a lot of brands will just put on that like faith like that they're doing it but they aren't necessarily in terms of like bigger companies so yeah yeah and you I mean you see that in the clean beauty space as well like they you know they'll brand it as a clean beauty product but then you look at the ingredients and there's all sorts of crap in there so yeah I do find that brands can use certain popular terms to build up their client base but that's not authentic no I, yeah, I think I've heard of the term greenwashing for like sustainable fashion, but I just saw the other day someone post, they called it wellness washing, like oh. people just saying that they're doing good things or they're you like practicing yoga and doing this, but they're not really doing it at all. Yeah. So. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, you know, the, the love and the service for your people is like the foundation of really getting grounded into being more mindful about your business. Um, and then really noticing when you're in the hustle, that hustle energy is the opposite of mindfulness. Yeah. Um, and in fact, I found that you don't need to hustle to grow your business. You can grow it more sustainably, more consciously with more love. And it becomes more joyful when you do it that way. Like it becomes more fun for you, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. Something that I've sort of um, discovered and that's what I have in my program, the Be Mindful in Business, is it's like finding that ongoing balance of yin and yang energy. And you can set up automations and like technology makes it so easy now. I feel like you just have to know like where to start. So I set up different automations so that I can go out like after this podcast and if you're going to walk outside because we are experiencing beautiful spring weather right it's like you don't always have to be sitting and working there's like things you can do to like help create a structure so that you can like flow within it yeah and you know that's interesting because I remember a few months ago I was like really on my desk a lot like I was not leaving and <laughs> I wouldn't go for a walk because I had so much I had this big project I had to do and I started doing self-coaching. Like I do this practice called self-coaching and I also teach it to my clients. And I noticed that I was not going for a walk because my mind was, my brain was having me believe that, um, that if I take time away from my business, then I am, then I'm not going to get to finish my project in time or that I will lose a client or that I will, you know, not hit my deadline or not meet my goals. And when I self-coach myself, I realized this is, this is so false because 
going for a walk and taking care of your body is working on your business. Mm -hmm. Like think about the last time you went for a walk, how it was relaxing and you probably got some amazing ideas for your business. Mm -hmm. Like we don't value the, the downtime because we think that's not a money-making activity or that's not a productive activity, but actually the downtime and the restful activities are where your most of your brilliant ideas come from. So one of the things I love teaching my clients is that your rest is working on your business. It's not taking away from your business. It is working on your business. Yeah. I, I saw the other day, someone used the term, like you have to slow down to speed up. And I feel like yeah. that's very true. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um, thank you so much for doing this um, podcast interview with me. You're uh, welcome. So how can everyone, I think you may have mentioned your Instagram, but I'll like link everything in the show notes, but how can everyone find you and like the different ways to work with you? Yeah. So you can go to my website, which is priyaferry.com, P-R-I-Y-A. F-E-R-R-I-E.com. You can follow me on Instagram at Priya Very Co. Come say hi over there. And if you want to shop Clean Beauty, that's at cleanbeautyhouse.com. Okay, awesome. So thank you again so much for being here. I never know how to end these episodes off. That's okay. So. Thank you for having me and um, hope you love this interview. <laughs> If you love today's episode, don't forget to share it with a friend or on Instagram and tag us at Be Mindful Studio and at Be Mindful Podcast. Also, if you have any questions or feedback or maybe an idea for an episode, don't be afraid to reach out on Instagram and send me a message. I'd love very much to stay in touch with you. Thank you again for your support and I will see you very, very soon in the next episode.